0: Hello and welcome. You're listening to Propaganda.Earth. I'm your host, the Propaganda Hitman. Uh, We've got Wheels of Steel is assisting this evening and doing a tremendous job. The blog is a lot of her hard work, making it all fit and, and happen, And you can find the blog at www.PropagandaEarth.Store. Store Store is also a new domain, just like Propaganda.Earth. Earth Earth is a new domain. You go to the store, PropagandaEarth.Store, the blog, the template for the evening show. We do our best to do a show three nights a week. Never know when that'll be, now you see us, now you don't, but you can always listen in archives by simply going to propaganda.earth. We are sponsored by products that are right for your blood type. We have a sipright tea, delicious, enjoyable, peaceful, calming, uh, with a hint of green tea for its health benefits. So if you go to PropagandaEarth.store, you'll find the CipRite tea. You'll also find pre- and probiotic blends for O, A, B, and AB. And trust me, just because you don't see 10, 15, 20, 30 different strands in there, we're not filling it with window dressing. It's a nice idea to say synergy, but when you're pre-probiotic, that's a synergy. But assuming that all probiotics work together is not true. Some are beneficial, some are neutral, meaning of really no value. And then there are those that uh, are antagonistic to your body, uh, that are meant to be avoided. They're very common in commercial Probiotic blends, and usually the more, the more likely you have an opportunity to get probiotics that are not beneficial to your blood type. So we can all stand for the national anthem. Thank you. I don't know where we're going to begin, but I can tell you. I'm
1: reading this, but you might shoot me, but I'm going to read it. Because whether or whatever it is, you've got to deal with it. it. says, breaking federal judge rules against presidential debate commission. Do you know anything okay. about this? No. In a surprising decision, Judge T-A-N-Y-A. Tanya? C-H-U-T-K-A-N. Of the United States Sister Court in Washington, D.C. ruled against the federal election commissions in the case of level the playing field, E.T., A.L., versus, I guess, federal election commissions holding that the rules governing participation in the presidential debates were decided unfair and uh, arbitrarily, Mm -hmm. level the playing field, LPF, The organization that brought the suit char- challenged the 501c3 nonprofit status of the commissions of presidential debate, CPD, arguing it used unfair criteria. No, um, crit- uh,
0: yeah, criterion. Is that right? Yeah. Okay. To
1: determine the participants of the 2016 presidential debate during the oral argument, lead attorney for LPF, Alexandra S P H no S H A P I O R I O R O Shapiro. Shapiro. Thank you. Argued that the Commission's on presidential debates should lose its nonprofit status due to the unfair um, criteria used to determine. Eligibility to a presidential debate, the CPD, which is regarded by the Federal Election Commission, excluded non- non-major party candidates from yes, participating the in the debate. idea is
0: non-party. De- Who's to decide the, in the presidential de- elections committee?
1: In a de- shall I read this yes, one? Of in the debates in light of its 15% rule, according to the CPD. In order to participate in the presidential debates, a candidate must have a level of support of at least 15% of the num non- of the national electric electoral. electoral as determined by five. Um, separate national, no, selected national public opinion polling organizations. The judge ruling in favor of LPF grants their motion for summary judgment and order the F- FEC to reconsider the allegations against the C-D- CPD within 30 days. The order states, should I read the order? Sure. The FEC is ordered to consider the Evidence and allegations, and issue a new decision consistent with this option within 30 days. Opinion yes. within 30 days. Failing which, the complaints may bring in the name of such complaints a civil action to remedy the vi- the violation involved in the original complaint. The FEC is further ordered to consider the petition. For rulemaking and right, issue. So the
0: Federal Election Commission is neither federal, they are a separate corporation. So
1: they just threw it out.
0: Just a, just a big shot name that they've got.
1: So they threw it out.
0: Yeah. Well, they didn't throw the, the rule. out. Well, you out. can
1: hear, you can watch IVN's Jeff Powers explain who controls the CPD. Sure. You interested? Sure. Okay. Of
2: course. I'm Jeff Powers. Okay, where'd he go? Welcome to IVN News. Much is going to be made in the coming weeks about the presidential Now, debate.
0: hold on. Is that so IB or IV? Debate, B uh, or V? What? News. I what? IVN or IBN News? I'll have to rewind it. I don't know what he's saying. So okay. we go. Pay attention.
1: So we can I'm just, okay, IVN. Okay.
0: IVN. V and in Victor and oh, I-V-N, I-V-N, IVN News. Thank you.
2: Welcome to IVN News. Much is going to be made in the coming weeks about the presidential debates. But few people know how the debates are actually conducted. Who decides the rules? Who decides who gets to participate? Well, we're going to tell you. Yeah. It's been nearly 25 years since a third-party candidate was in the presidential debates.
3: $14 an hour for factory workers. And you can move your factory south to the border. Pay a dollar an hour Ross for later hour. Young That's assumed we've been in business for a long time.
2: 1992, Ross me.
0: Perot. So why
2: has it been so long since a third-party candidate had a seat at the debate table? The CPD's stated goal is to ensure the presidential and vice presidential debates provide the best possible information to viewers and listeners. The CPD has moderated the last seven debates. Can I answer that?
4: One, sure. pe- one reason people are skeptical is because people don't answer the questions they've been asked. <laughs>
2: Prior to the CPD, the League of Women Voters moderated the 1976, 1980, and 1984 debates before they withdrew from their role.
1: The League of Women Voters is announcing today that we have no intention of becoming an accessory to the hoodwinking of the American public. Under these circumstances, the League is withdrawing its sponsorship of the presidential debates scheduled for mid-October in Los Angeles.
2: It was a big move and was in reaction to the Republican and Democratic parties having increased their control over the rules. Well, the commission was then taken over by the CPD, which is established as a bipartisan exclusive partnership between the Democratic and Republican Party. However, in 2000, when a well-known consumer rights attorney, Ralph Nader, was likely to qualify for the debates as a candidate for the Green Party, the CPD established a rule that for a third candidate to be included in the national debates, he or she must receive at least 15% in five national polls. Indeed, the exclusion of third party candidates has at times boiled over. I have no understanding why you are being instructed to do this. We have an official invitation from one of the major television networks. They're not allowing you access to the grounds. Who's not allowing The Debate Commission. In 2004, Green Party candidate David Cobb and Libertarian Michael Badnarik were arrested in an act of civil disobedience.
5: We are here at the barred gate of American debate.
1: We're here to stand around for the American people who have been systematically
5: locked out of these debates for decades by the Commission on Presidential
1: Debates. In
2: 2008, the Center for Public Integrity labeled the CPD a, quote, secretive, tax-exempt organization. CPI analyzed the finances of the CPD and found that 93% of the contributions came from only six donors. The names of those donors were blacked out. Now, the subject of third-party inclusion has been the focal point of several lawsuits. In 2000, Green Party candidate Ralph Nader sued the CPD, believing the 15% That's support level views of, of third-party candidates and keep them from debating. In 2012, Libertarian candidate Gary Johnson Green Party candidate Jill Stein filed lawsuits against the CPD, the RNC, and the DNC. And in 2015, those same two candidates filed another suit against the same groups as well as President Obama and Mitt Romney. Americans are increasingly disenchanted by the hyper-partisanship that's infected our political dialogue. The CPD, pollsters, and media could use this election cycle as an opportunity to bring alternative voices to the table and open up the dialogue for the American people. I mean, just imagine how educational it would be for voters to hear new ideas, listen to another perspective, think about the possibility of a democracy that means more than just two choices. For IVN News, I'm Jeff Powers. We'll see you next time.
1: And you're feeling, Hitman?
0: I'm sorry, I need to hear more thought, uh, opposing, supporting opinion. I I don't know that I would like uh, three or four or five parties and what we wind up with is, is would be a president that has 28% of the popular vote. Could you see a scenario where Uh, A strong libertarian, not Gary Johnson, a phony libertarian, garners 15% of the vote. Uh, A Green Party gets 10% of the vote. Now we're at 25% of the votes cast. And maybe a Communist Workers' Party and two or three other fringe parties get five. So say we're at 35%. And then we have a president that gets uh, 35% of the popular vote. Another candidate gets 30 So a president would be elected through the Electoral College process with only 35% of the popular vote. I don't know. Uh, certainly, parliamentary systems work that way. It makes for a much more fragile politics. But the truth is, when I was younger, we had those kinds of debates, at least in the beginning. But we also had many more debates. Three debates is ridiculous, especially oh, when Hillary... I
1: can remember... Seven, I eight... I
0: can't
1: believe how lame that was with Hillary. Yeah. But she thought she had... It was in the
0: well, the media did oh, everything yeah. in their power to elect her, including pass her questions, give her softballs, never call her out during the entire uh, campaign between oh, she true. and Bernie.
1: So, in that case, it's hard to. It's suck.
0: probably worth going revisiting the whole issue and going back to the days. Truly. And that uh, probably would, even though the Electoral College might vote 30 or 35%, excuse me, the popular vote may be 35% for the Republican, 30% for the Democrat, mm-hmm. and then the balance between the third parties. It certainly would make for very interesting preliminary debates. Do, would I want to see polls Choose these candidates? No, I think no. the polls have all proven I to be don't rigged. Trust the polls. Right.
2: I don't trust any of the
0: the, polls. the sampling's never random, and the sampling base is a biased base, depending upon who's paying for it. In the case of Hillary, that's why they were so so surprised they lost. She lost because the all, Democrats believe their own bullshit. Bro, yeah, they they, they were them lying themselves. to the Republicans, and in the process along the way, they believe their own lies with their phony polls. So I think it would be worth investigating and going back to the days. There's nothing sacred about uh, this two-party duopoly. I
1: know, but... Gambino
0: and Genovese families.
1: In all honesty, you know, the Libertarian Party, Gary Johnson could never do what Donald Trump's doing.
6: Never. And
1: Jane with Jill Stein, give me a break. Should I go to plant flowers or something? I'm sorry. She's her her logic is not healthy, you know. Where she knows painting things, tractors—they put a warrant out for her arrest. And Amy Goodman now—they both know this is you're destructing people's property. Well,
0: they by have, by promoting it on TV and promoting it on Amy's Democracy Now and Jill Stein's pictures, they have as political leaders. Have said it's okay to deface private property, and I just can't imagine. The minute we saw the graffiti, you and I concluded that we don't want anything to do with the woman. If she, the most no,
1: not if you behave in that way. We saw her painting. She's being destructive. Now she's an adult. She's in her sixties, late. I don't know how she's sixties at least. You don't do that. You yeah, just but, don't do that. I mean, are, do you care about America? Do you care about people's property? Or, 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 or is it just for that insane moment?
0: The founding principles of our country were life. But, and yet we have a Democrat Party that says, well, pay no attention to the principles of life.
1: Well, I think King should be, Tim Kaine should be arrested well, for what, what he said. Stuff.
0: Let's stick on this. Okay, subject. sorry. Life. Liberty. And then the next one is Liberty. Well, liberty is everything. That's for
1: all, not just That's for a certain for certain
0: group. That's absolutely right.
1: And, and to the a point next where one was
0: supposed to be mm. property. Mm. <laughs> Good and, luck with that one. And in a rhetorical flourish, the Jacobite president Thomas Jefferson put in the word pursuit of happiness because that was a very flavorful 18th century term, rather than uh, put into the Declaration of Independence the term property uh, because if it's not wasn't boldly proclaimed I think we now are 200 years down the road where we have governments that believe that they have the right to confiscate property uh, if you're driving a car and you have drugs in the car. The government has the right to take your property, and they can do it for almost anything.
1: Oh, they can come to your house and just take your pro- your house. Yeah, well, it there better.
0: there are certainly uh, communities where the where the police are very aggressive, and and take any level uh, amount of property, and that's because we don't have a constitutional. Uh, Supreme Court that has held property sacrosanct. I can remember back in the early 1990s living in New York and there was a case that was coming up uh, where a police saw suspicious activity and it was at 2 in the morning, the transfer of duffel bags from a house into a car, and then the people went back into the house, the car drove away, and it gave the cops a reasonable suspicion to arrest everybody and take the property, determine that there was cocaine in there. And uh, I, I had my problems with that. Then a case came up in which the police were able to see through the blinds, and since the blinds were ajar, they could see drugs on a kitchen, on a coffee table in the living room and were able to go in and arrest. Well, I, I think, again, that's a problem in the Supreme Court. Liberal, as it was in those days, felt that their job was to err on the side of government, that... The person didn't have an assumption of privacy because they left their blinds ajar. I don't, I don't buy that.
1: I kind of like this. Um, r- r- rattle, what are those people called? Riders loot and destroy Starbucks during anti-Milo UC Berkeley riot, and which is unbelievable because. CEO Starbucks gets bitch slapped. You know, their stock is down. I can tell you what it is. After he made that thing that he was just going to hire illegals, yes. well, he gets bitch slapped. His stock drops. And I don't know how many Starbucks have these people destroyed. Well, it's
0: their hangout. Know, They've I got can't. free internet. I can't. They, 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 we I had can't this take uh, ballerina,
1: it. Oh my God! older
0: ballerina. They're at a five-year
1: low. I'm and, looking.
0: And her boyfriend would come in and they would have their romantic conversations for five hours and sip a cup of tea together. And that's what these people at Starbucks do. They sit there, and nurse, their uh, cappuccino, plan the next destruction of the next Starbucks. It's pretty astounding.
1: Now, it, the market cap was 76.63 bid, right? Hitman. It opened at 54.04. The high was 54.3. Yeah, 54, and the low now is 53, and dropping. That's what? The year, the, high. The year high, well, that, I'm thinking it was 60, yeah, 76. That was a bit. I don't know if that's a high. I've got to find that. Hold on. But it's down. It's at 53.87, which is down 0.03, which is really 0.6%. That's it's it's at its five year low. It hasn't been this low in five years. What was that question you asked me? Oh, so um, that's Starbucks. I guess they should shut their mouth. <laughs> the CEO Kevin Johnson, he might be getting fired. <laughs> or yeah, because they have him now. They had Howard Schwartz. He's not there anymore. But um, <clears throat> this is pretty funny and. Not only the stock is going down, this is not good. How many times is an insurance company going to pay for this shit? They're not. They're going to have to start pulling. And I don't even know if many of these companies, I don't even know if they have riders for riding. And, you know, insurance company, you have to pay an an addition, is how I understand. I could be wrong. You have to pay for a rider for um, terrorist attack, rioting, I mean, this is vandalism, this is like, it's not even vandalism, because it's beyond, it's beyond the worst thing you've ever seen, it's unreal, Hitman's looking for um, the stock, and then, I love,
0: 61 was the year high,
1: 61, well, there's 53, Mm -hmm. so you're telling me January 2017, it was 61,
0: well, no, uh, it's within the past year, it's year to date,
1: well, that's big, That's a big hit. Ah, But not only that hit, man, they have all these these Starbucks that people are destroying. Those glass windows, ceiling to floor. What do you think those windows cost? It's unreal. But like you said, that's where they hang out and drink their coffee.
0: Well, that's really the bigger issue because, sure, it's a couple thousand dollars of damage or or 80000 in damage. It's a small number for starbucks with its capitalization but it's really a bigger emotional issue it's the it's called biting the hand that feeds you
1: well yeah but michael you have tim kane who's promoting this nancy panozi these people should be picked up
0: oh they're she nancy called nancy Bannon Pinozzi. a
1: white supremacist nancy panozi is radically nuts she is dangerous well
0: her her daughter we, is we had that, Wax. we covered that a, a month or so Yeah, but you ago. have Tim
1: Kaine's calls for civil war in America. Now, excuse well, me, a, he that, should be picked up. The
0: guy should be... He should
1: be arrested.
0: Uh, well, when Donald finally gets his feet on the ground, maybe we will visit the FBI uh, going after uh, con- Senator Tim Kaine. And maybe the best justice will be Laura Ingram, the conservative. Oh,
1: she'll kick his butt.
0: Harvard-educated lawyer who I would love is to be one of flano. the founders of Light Light Zite, a conservative what people call alt-right website. I don't see anything alt-right in any of them at all. I just call them conservative, but people love throwing around that term alt. A, a German and name to... Then to they're de- all left their characters. And they're alt-left. Well, that's the only way you get your revenge, is to call them the alt-left.
1: Well, what do they They call you the alt-right? They're well, the alt-left? Give I, I me a break. I agree. They're worse than that.
0: We, until Donald Trump uh, let the deplorables loose...
1: <laughs> that would be us.
7: ...all
0: awesome. <laughs> that was left of the Republican Party was this ridiculous button-down, screwed-down hairdo like some cat from Japan... Uh, that That's really what Romney... Won. Yeah, I was
1: going to say that. You just Ro- painted a picture of Mitt.
0: R- Romney missed his calling. If he weren't so damn Mormon, he could have played in Ziggy's band.
1: Well, there's nothing wrong with Mormons. He's just so uptight. But I got something even better. The left are worried about Ginsburg's
0: health. Really? Mm-hmm. Why they have evidence that she's picking things out of the air? <laughs> She's been doing that for a while. She, she, she and Nancy. Well, Nancy
1: it. too, and Schumer. I mean, you know, he's another out there whacked. But yeah, that's pretty funny. I thought you'd like that. Now, how are we supposed to run a country? Well, is that all
0: you say? Is what? that the left are worried about her health, or you know, or they're, they're talking about that. she
1: should eat more kale. I, I mean, I don't care if the woman drops dead. <laughs> I mean, I know, honestly. I mean. You know, God rests. You know, she, well, I don't, she doesn't believe in God. I don't know what she believes in, but whatever. I mean, I have no issue. She croaks. So, how are we supposed to run a government when you have Schumer and the leaders refuse to meet with Gorosh? Am I saying his name right? Go, Gorsuch. Gorsuch. How are you supposed to get anything happening? I mean, are these people that nuts? We have a world that has so many problems, and these that party. The left, alt, alt-left, can't even, human and decent, no, civil enough, forget everything else, we know they're none of the uh, above, but can't even be civil enough to sit down and meet with this man. First of all, who's brilliant compared to any one of them, and for them to criticize any of President Trump's picks, They're nuts. These people that are debating them couldn't even shine their shoes. It's laughable.
0: It's like everybody that I don't think there's ever been. We we probably would have to go back to the alt left days of Franklin Delano Roosevelt before we had ever had a cabinet. Uh, All the different department level heads as accomplished in business as intelligent, as well-educated, informed, traveled. It's a hate to use the term, but it's a dream team, a true dream team. And then the kitchen cabinet that Donald has put together with Bannon, Conway, Flynn, Jared Kushner, blanca it's a brilliant, brilliant group of people. And I'm sure there are others that I'm just not yet uh, up on. You have footage of the riots? <coughs> are we, I are we weighing in what? on this? What? Are we weighing in on the riots tonight? No. You don't have any video? Of Mm-mm.
1: That? No? Mm-mm. Well, I, I just wanted to cover some things. Hold on, let me see what else... Well, I think this is exciting, and this okay. is Japanese um, Prime Minister S.H Abe. intends to propose to, during a meeting with President Donald Trump on February 10th, a bilateral economic um, corporation plan cooperation, cooperation plan, plan including the creation of a 450 billion. Let me repeat that four hundred fifty billion
0: nearly half a trillion dollars.
1: Market through railroads and other infrastructure investments in the United States to guarantee seven hundred thousand jobs. That's a lot. That's big.
0: Some pretty nice numbers.
1: Yep. Trump has recently been stepping up criticism against the Japanese car maker and the de, perce- de- perce- oh, um, the D per what is that of the yen? What's happening to the end?
0: Appreciation it's
1: of the yen. Given the critic um, circumstances, ABE plans to establish okay. during the upcoming talks um, that the bilateral cooperation will be a great advantage to the U.S. economy. Well, he's right.
0: Well, of course.
1: And to him, too.
0: So we can get some Toyotas made in America, more of them. Lexus made in America.
1: Well, Subaru?
0: Well, Subaru is assembled. but we got More more Subaru. More Subaru. More Subaru. More more Honda. More More Honda. Honda. More Acura. I don't want to talk
1: about the rioting because they're sickos and they're being funded. It's not like they said, hey, I'm really angry. If you pulled any of these protests or riots aside and took them out for coffee, they could not explain why they're doing this.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So I, I, don't want to, I think they're scumbags. I think, you shouldn't put, I think people should ignore what they're doing. Just arrest them. You don't have to show any of this. I mean, I don't think it's it's astounding
0: that Berkeley <laughs> and many of the colleges, uh, Milo's not unfamiliar with this. Many of these universities are requiring are inch- that Milo... Uh, and speakers that may be controversial put up a security uh, bond.
1: No, it should be the other way around. should
0: be the other way around. Right. People should be able to come on the campus, speak freely, at and least, expect at least. that the students behave in an adult fashion. It's the protesters. First of all, people don't have a permit to protest. They just show up. Well, in my opinion on a college campus, they should be required to protest on a park, in in a protest zone, not block the entrance to the speaker coming into the building. That's not a protest. That's terrorism. That's hooliganism. And the hooligans should have been arrested and fined heavily by the college I love the cowards. I've never seen such crap in my life. But I guess once Anonymous did it, where they would wear masks, now the anarchists have for years now think they have the right to protest with a mask on.
1: Now UC Berkeley receives $370 million in federal funding.
0: Good. Cut it off.
1: Oh, I say cut it off. More than half its budget. I say cut it off.
0: I say cut it off. Yep. And what, I say
1: get rid, of the, what get rid of the student for. loans. I,
0: it's astounding hey. to right. me that the, the, that all the people of America pay for UC Berkeley to teach the students. Let me tell you teach something. Trash. They're already spending probably 40000 for out-of-state students. In-state, it's probably thirty, and out-of-state, it's probably $55,000, $50,000. I can check if you want. Um, who
1: cares? I'm sure it sounds right.
0: And the fact that the federal government is some large portion of their entire budget, rather than endowment, rather than wealthy people from Silicon Valley who graduated from Berkeley rather than popular writers and poets who graduated from Berkeley, that's who needs to be donating money to the endowment funds. I don't see any reason why a plumber in Pennsylvania, Paul Plummer, should, should through his federal dollars have to fund uh, anarchy,
1: oh, hate, mm-hmm.
0: and liberalism extreme arch I wouldn't say arch I would say alt progressivism Marxism why should uh, Joe Totruck from New Jersey or uh, Charles the Carpenter have to fund that I think it's an obscenity
1: well indeed it is
0: and that's only because there's no money left at the end of the day so, the more you crowd out the private citizen from donating, the private citizen.
8: Wednesday fans of Tamron Hall blasted NBC after the network decided. Yeah, I'm sorry.
0: After the network decided what? I don't know
1: what to Hold on. I think they got
8: problems. Wednesday, fans of Cameron Hall blasted NBC after the network decided to replace her and co-anchor Al Roker on Today with former Fox News personality Megan Kelly. The decision by NBC soon led Hall herself to announce she was leaving the network. According to executives Wednesday, Hall's last day on air for NBC was Tuesday this week. While Roker will continue to co-host Today during the 9 a.m. hour until a new morning lineup starts in the fall that will include Kelly. Following the announcement of her departure, NBC News said of Hall. Tamarin is an exceptional journalist. We valued and enjoyed her work at Today and MSNBC. We're disappointed she's chosen to leave, but we wish her all the best.
0: Well, bring over Megan Kelly <laughs> so with they her. With fire her.
1: the black woman and hire the white woman, and they call us what? And the deplorables or what? What do you well, call this?
0: Tamron was pretty awful, but Megan Kelly has rabies, so maybe she'll bite a few of the men and pretend as if they sexually harassed her and she'll destroy oh, that station too. Oh, yeah,
1: she really looks like she's ever been abused. Give yeah. me a break. Like boy. somebody would
0: touch her at the 10-foot pole.
1: Do you know that the federal student loan, do you have any idea how much it is?
0: What the total yeah. is? That, mm-hmm. we, that the, the debt? What
1: The debt, the, yes, exactly, the debt.
0: A trillion dollars.
1: Well, nine hundred billion. Near, pretty damn close.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: The Department of Education re- recently released a memo admitting that repayment rates on student loans have been grossly exaggerated. Data from ninety-nine point eight percent. Default rates
0: or repayment?
1: What did I just say? Hold repayment. On. Repayment loan. Re- okay, again. The. The Department of Education recently released a memo admitting that repayment rates on student loans have been grossly exaggerated. Hmm. Data from ninety nine point eight percent of students across the country has been manipulated to uh, to cover up growing problems with the three oh you're right with the one point three trillion in outstanding
6: hmm. student
1: loans new Calculations show that more than half of all borrowers from uh, a thousand different institutions have defaulted, defaulted on or not paid back a single dollar of their loan over the past seven years. This comes in stark sta-
0: contrast.
1: Thank you. To previous claims and should call into question any uh, statistics provided by government agencies the american people haven't fully grasped the long term implication of loaning a trillion dollars to young people who and have no it. credit or a, a, assets mm-hmm. increased in tuition
0: well hold on a moment so let's, let's that's huge let's dig into that look where you are
1: mhm i know where i am i think
0: no I know that the instinct is that it's really important and we need an educated citizenry. I don't even believe it, it begins there. I know that my lady who raised me, Albertine Young, African-American woman, worked for my grandfather in the plant, got her hands caught. It was the, the big steam pressers were a two-person Aww. operation. the person to the left would handle pulling the big handle down and then holding and locking and the person to the right would be the one to adjust the garment well, I guess the person to the left was drunk or I can't imagine Abby was at fault it was the person to the left wasn't paying attention, Abby's hands got actually caught in the presser she passed out she needed pretty intense skin grafts on the hand and uh, while she couldn't work in the plant anymore, my grandparents had her raise me and the the sister whose name shall never again be mentioned.
1: The one that murdered your father, Saren Rothberg. Yes, Marjorie. exactly. I have no problem saying her name.
0: Um. Yeah. So
1: said a, uh, she said such a disparaging thing about a black woman oh, on woman. A, on a sand oh, yeah. that was dead. Albertine's dead, and she loved Saren to pieces. Oh, and my Saren God. said that she, your dad Saren fired her for stealing. For stealing, She lied about a woman that was so kind to her, Yeah. that a woman that actually stole so she could feed Saren. That's shame so shame true, on you.
0: Because my father is too on you. cheap to... Uh, she just felt that Abby, earning $40 a week in nineteen seventy. Three dollars, which is slave wage, and coming in at seven in the morning and working till seven at night, leaving at ten of seven, so she could get on the bus. That the complex offered, and then uh, take that heavy. Then she would get the bus on Twenty-second Street all the way up to Monument and then she would, I guess, take a connecting bus to 1921.
1: She wasn't a kid when she was doing this. Oh, no. Her
0: husband died of diabetes, so she was a single income earner trying to hold the house. Oil, I can remember her just sitting at the table and I would come home sometimes playing hooky and I would see the man from the oil company at the table uh, maybe she gave him a drink or something and just sat there crying because she couldn't even afford the oil to heat one of these old Philadelphia three-story homes that you know would be beautiful in a poor neighborhood, but they were built in a different era uh, and horrible the way we treat people. So where were we? How do we get from here to there? It's like a piece of jazz, and I've lost. Oh, we're re- the reading the increase in
1: t- tuition seen over the past two decades has become a point of controversy. And A N G S I.
0: Angst. Well, look. For those who it, don't
1: it, fully understand the contributing factors. I was saying about factors. Albertine.
0: Uh, Abby read books. Now I know that Abby didn't have more than eighth grade education. But that was when we didn't focus on integration, so all the kids do from all the different communities is fight with each other. Abby was educated down in South Carolina, and through eighth grade, Abby knew how to add Abby knew how to read. Abby read books, Abby read the newspaper every she didn't well she had the news on just to keep her company during the day but Abby read the newspaper daily news every single day so she could get through 8th grade we're graduating 12th graders who are illiterate in America so when people say an 8th grade education in the 1920s was equivalent uh, 1930s was equivalent to a 12th grade education you betcha and that's the catastrophe so we think that we'll take all these partially literate ignoramuses dump them on the colleges and the colleges can solve the problem they can't now i don't i haven't followed college drama lately but when i went to college in the late 1970s i know that they were re- they were offering remedial english in most of the better schools because kids didn't know how to properly construct sentences, map sentences, create paragraphs, put together essays. So the first class, freshman English, was designed to do the work that the high schools uh, were expected to have done. So when we talk about the colleges today, most students would never need a college education in America if they had a a great high school. Now, I'm a little, I I think the incentives are in the wrong place. When you look at the public school system, we, in most states, uh, whether it's broken out in Pennsylvania, on the left side of the tax bill said school, and the other said general income, general revenue. So everybody got to see that part of your housing tax went to, to fund school education. So somebody such as your mother who hasn't had a child in, in uh, school in 45 years is still paying for all of her neighbor's kids and I think it's really an obscenity because the tax goes against property. So we're back to this again, this whole idea of life, liberty, and property. When a government can take your property, you're not protected. If property had been better emphasized, maybe we wouldn't have such a willingness for eminent domain or putting levying taxes upon the house because then you don't have a right to property. And in America today, and it's one of my pet peeves, you know that we have Fannie Mae, Freddie Mac, and we have Ginnie Mae, uh, Government National Mortgage Association. Now, I think maybe Ginnie Mae has been swallowed by Fannie Mae, but it may not have been. So, for now, I will assume we have three government agencies that failed. The federal government stepped in, but in every other case, we've returned uh, these publicly traded companies back to the public. And the government, (laughs) the government, hold on, made a profit, but here we are. Uh, We haven't returned Fannie Mae, Freddie Mac, and Ginny Mae back to the public. So, 95% of our, 90 to 95% of all of our homes, the mortgages are held by the federal government. I think that's a real problem. And I also think it's a real problem with Sally Mae. If, if students really, truly understood that college isn't a birthright, but there's been so much propaganda crap. Out of corporations today saying that having a college degree is a requirement uh, it's it's a requirement for getting a corporate job that's a big problem because most students could get a fine education if they are urban oriented uh, they could get a fine education at uh, Hunter Community College of New York.
1: Not anymore.
0: Philadelphia Community College.
1: Not anymore.
0: Why do you say that?
1: With this liberal agenda? Well, I'm
0: only talking kids are insane. about... These would That's not my point. Oh. They would get the same education, in my opinion, curriculum-wise, at a community college of Philadelphia that they would get at the University of Pennsylvania during the first two years. It's the same English class, and more often than not, it's the same English professors. Unless they're tenured, then they're not moonlighting. But if they're adjunct professors, which in my opinion is 75 to 80% of what makes up the professor base at most uh, top colleges, they're adjunct professors. They have no protection. They're paid dirt wages. And they uh, have no tenure. So in the case of the daughter, the daughter went to community college. She was homeschooled, and we knew that there were gaps in the homeschooling, so we encouraged her, and she com- uh, complied. She went to community college, where a Spanish language class was one hundred and eighty dollars. Her tutor was fifty, so basically, between three and four. Tutor sessions, her Spanish class was paid for. So she had taken a Spanish language class uh, over the television. Over the, over the television. Don't even believe this one. All right, in a moment. Taking a Spanish language course over the television on PBS, 8 in the morning on Saturdays, called Destinos, and she got a B. And I thought that was pretty terrific without having any additional access to teachers, questions, language labs. And I said, look, it's getting very expensive. You need an English tutor, you need a math tutor, and you need a Spanish tutor. So that's $150 uh, an hour for the three teachers, two to three times a week. So we're looking at about $450 a week. Reality, and we had been paying at least that uh, for a year. So I said, now that you've proven that you can do college-level work. And it was nerve-wracking, but she did it and went and excelled. And where a two-year program, as most people know, is 60 credits. She, in two and a half years, because she did summer school, uh, maybe three years, did 140 credits, graduated Phi Theta Kappa, uh, Phi Theta Kappa Society, and she graduated magnum cum laude and was just under summa cum laude for a young lady who did not have a formal education, was homeschooled, was the product of public schools up until eighth grade, Catholic school, ninth grade, and that was a disaster. So from 10th grade on, it was all homeschooling and, and community college. So where are we going with this? My point is...
1: I don't know. I was just trying to get the, that my, thing my done. My
0: point is that... I was just trying it, to tell you the It's, debt. it's about money. Okay? Uh, well, no, listen. It's wait, for, let, let me finish let this me, article you I, and I you'll want to see. finish the yeah, thought okay. before we finish the okay. article. <clears throat> my thought was that $300 a, a class... $1,500 a semester, 3000 a year for two years is 6000 freaking dollars. Two years at an Ivy League or any of the equivalents is $70,000. Uh, her professor, she had a professor, an English professor who was adjunct from Princeton. She had a math professor from Villanova University. And she also had... Uh, a history teacher who was a teacher at the University of Pennsylvania. That's the caliber of teachers, adjunct professors, that she was able to access at Community College of Philadelphia. So I can imagine that. Do you live in New York? You live in Boston? You live in uh, near Stanford or Berkeley, and you would have that same caliber access in a community college. The same would be true, I'm sure, uh, the Research Triangle in, Northern, in uh, North Carolina, Durham. So I really encourage people to not feel that it's uh, beneath you, that you have to go to one of these top competitive schools, transfer in. There are very few schools in America that disallow transfers. Princeton is one of them but you can't even go to oxford or cambridge in england unless you do a semester uh, a full year because in england they don't have a 12 year program they have a 13 year program so any student graduating from the united states is at an extreme disadvantage they Please will not finish. take you
1: yeah listen to this go between on nineteen ninety five and two thousand and fifteen, the average cost of a public school, four year university skyrocketed by well over two between nineteen ninety five and two thousand and fifteen, universities skyrocketed by well over two hundred percent Although federal student aid programs are often campaigned as a necessity, they have been instrumental Champions. in making higher education unaffordable. Stop the opportunity, Chip.
0: That's exactly I what know. I've said on this show for six months. It's called cost
3: plus
0: inflation. If the colleges can count on a steady flow of government-guaranteed loans and grants, such as a Pell Grant and Stafford Loans, then the university system has no incentive whatsoever to keep a handle on costs. So in 10 years, where we had an inflation of 1.7, we'll just call it 2%, so 2, the order goes into 75, 35 times, so at that rate, the rate of inflation should have doubled college cost uh, after 35 years.
8: College has
0: doubled in 10 years. So we're, we were looking in, at an inflation rate of 7.5 percent at the American universities when we had a real inflation rate of about 1.5, 1.7 percent. That's directly attributable to slush money sloshing through the university system. Okay, listen,
1: let me get through this, please. Um, The opportunity to pay for college by working a part-time job evaporated as soon as huge sums of money were handed out to anyone with a pulse. Since students no longer pay their tuition up front, colleges are able to rise prices... Raise prices, knowing the government will step in and make credit easier and easier to obtain. As an added bonus, outstanding student loans account for 45% of the government financial assets, 45%.
0: Look, it shouldn't even be 10%. I don't think for any reason whatsoever, and I used to. Because You're subsidizing I, I
1: was, the lives of an entire generation.
0: When I was on the left, this will okay, never last. From uh, Bernie Sanders because I thought that if you can ball at, bail out Wall Street, you can bail out Main Street. I thought it was in a, in a true offense to do what they did. And look, they sold us, they lied to us. I was on the phone saying the sky was falling, we had to do it. But I also expected a quid pro quo. I expected regulatory reform. Uh. Nothing happened. The moral hazard is there. I watched Hank Paulson sit there and tell the story, because he's Christian science, how he and his wife got down on their knees and they prayed. They prayed. What they prayed was that they could salvage their massive nest egg, their, their tens if not hundreds of millions of dollars that they had accumulated working for Wall Street. That's what they were praying. So they went and they, they screamed the sky was falling. And now I'm, we're listening through Audible to David Stockman's book and he calls it the Great Deformation, how we have constantly protected these entities and their... Uh, their collateralized debt obligations, all their phony derivatives were in the magnitude of hundreds of trillions of dollars. And we have, over the past 10 years, the situation has only gotten worse and worse and worse. And we oversaw the merger of Wachovia into what was it? Who bailed them out? Wells Fargo. Fargo, and then North Fork and other banks were bailed into Capital oh. One. Uh, Merrill Lynch was swallowed up by Bank of America. It was a whorehouse. The problem was that these be- they were called too big to fail, and then we made them even bigger too big to fail and we've done nothing to break them apart go on
1: okay so that's the student
0: crap darling I'm Mr. darling oh
1: yes okay do you want to hear what Clint Eastwood I say Clint Eastwood claims Trump is on to something because secretly everybody's getting tired of political correctness kissing up that's the kiss ass generation we are in right now we're really in a pussy generation. Everybody's walking on eggshells. We see people accusing people of being racist and all kinds of stuff. When I grew up, those things weren't called racist, he continued. And when, and then when I did Grand Torino, even my associates said, this is a really good script, but it's politically incorrect. And, of course, Clint Eastwood said, good, let me read it tonight. The next morning, he went in and said, throw it on the desk, we're starting this immediately. Clint Eastwood stated that Trump has a tendency to step out of line, but assured the public that is, only because Trump says what's on his mind. That's right. Clint Eastwood then then shared some of his own ideas for America, I'd say get to work and start being more understanding of everybody instead of calling everybody names start being more understanding he concluded but get in there and get it done kick ass and take names and this may be my dad talking but I don't spend but I don't send what you don't have
3: I he don't doesn't spend, spend what you, what
1: you don't, don't have. <laughs> that's why we, we are in the position. <laughs> but see, that's really
0: brilliant. No, it yeah, is. Hold He's on right. a moment. I don't, I don't, don't spend what, what I don't have. None, uh, uh, what I don't have or what you don't have.
1: I don't. Well, that's a good one. Let me read that again. Where <laughs> am I at? Uh, but, but don't spend what you don't okay, have. Okay, fine. Okay.
0: And that means the government. Okay. Don't spend, what you don't have. Debt well, that's the thing. So, who, right, and that's both parties.
1: Maybe it's his that's dad the Democrats talking but, right.
0: and the Republicans Oh, the Republicans. Bernie outrage. thinks everything's
1: free. Everything's given to him. Which he, which he worked for. Never
0: earned a dollar. A dollar and he
1: thinks everything's free. Life. Hey, Bernie, who's paying the bills? I mean, these the Democrats are nuts. So anyway, he's right. Don't spend it if you don't have it. Your your parents always told you that.
0: And I was drunk with Bernie and saying, this is revenge. This is what we need against the two parties, revenge. But then when I heard Donald actually speaking, the common sense in Donald came through and I said, put away the revenge. We are on the brink. The Bernie philosophy would have broken it. And I was saying, great. Let's break it. Bernie the could whole system, never that's do it. My point now. My point was that we were at the edge, and I said with Bernie, "Let's do it. Let's take it over the edge." The whole system sucks. It's corrupt. It's filthy from top to bottom. The Republicans lay in bed with the Democrats, doing uh, 69, and they say then they played uh, Bill Clinton. I never had sexual relations with that woman. Well, it depends how you define sexual relations. So as long as they're all having uh, uh, 69 oral sex with each other, it's it's not sexual relations. When you see the movies, like Eyes Wide Shut, you get to understand how deeply embedded the perversion is. So I wanted the whole thing to come to the ground. But then came Donald Trump. And Donald said, no, we're not going to de- play any of these games. And the Republicans.
1: I was, well, in the beginning. The
0: Republicans, the one thing that they had in common was every single it was one of them,
1: no, it was with so the funny. exception
0: of Ben Carson. But it
1: was a blast for why. Was
0: totally against Donald. And Donald said, look, I can't take all 17 of you at once.
1: But, he'll pick but one I'll pick
0: I'll take each and every one of you.
1: But it was fascinating because you were listening to Bernie. And I would say, but you know, hit man, we gotta watch the Republicans. This is like hilarious. The Democrats are boring. You gotta listen to these Republicans. You gotta watch what this Donald's doing. It's hilarious. I said, He's wild man and then then you said no. The minute Bernie said I don't care about your emails, we said that was it. Nope, he's a he's he Done. is not a real deal person. No,
0: no way. not the real deal. No. But, but fix, I had some news. When I heard him say I am sick and, and tired of, and of hearing, hearing about, your about emails. those emails, right. and I said the fix is, is in. in.
1: And he, you know, but anyway, fix I have some in. good news.
0: An yeah. attorney.
1: What do you have, And and and. IRS attorney based in Washington, D.C. was arrested for allegedly shipping meth from his apartment to Long Island, New York over the past few years. Um, Jack, V.I.P.A.
0: Hold on. An attorney inside the IRS?
1: An IRS.
0: Oh, no. You're not hearing me. An Internal Revenue Service.
1: an Internal Revenue Service attorney based in D.C. was arrested wow. for allegedly shipping meth from his apartment to Long Island, New York, over the past few years. Jack, V-I-T-A-Y-A-N-O-N. Did you ever know that one?
0: V-I-T-A-Y-A-N-O-N. That V-I-T-A-Y-A-N-O-N. V-I-T-A-Y-A-N-O-N.
1: V-I-T-A-Y-A-N-O-N.
0: V-I-T-A-Y-A-N-O-N. V-I-T-A-N-O-N. V-I-T-A-N-O-N.
1: 41 is facing charges of conspiring with others to destroy. To, tr- to distribute 500 grams or more of meth, meth, that was in the Washington Examiner reported. Selling meth is a serious crime which is made more erroneous when it is committed by a U- U.S. government attorney assigned to the Office of Professional Relationships of the IRS. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Our government it's is God such a head so far up ass, this is, It is you such can't a hole. It is. And, we, and, and we, they
1: put Donald down. Donald and, doesn't even drink. And they have people drink.
0: that will listen to this call. We've got 180,000 blog talk participants or so, so they claim. And no, we've yeah. got people oh, yeah. in the government
1: 000, right. who have
0: nothing right. better to, to do, do than sit and listen to, to calls. And when, when we <laughs> go on a touchy subject... They oh, push a button beep, beep. like this.
1: Yeah, but now you've got you, people. And then you
0: hear it. That's just them oh, telling get, okay, you we're, we're listening okay. as if I could care less but you're what But you have people now from
1: to. all over the world listening to you, so who because cares? Because now
0: that we will have Gorsuch on the Supreme Court, your days of are, your spying are,
3: are numbered done. Right.
0: over. We will get you for listening without a warrant, Without your FISA authorization, we'll get you under treason. That's all. So you just keep up watch this. on calls.
1: A Muslim caregiver was caught on a secret camera beating an elderly person. She was seen slamming her seventy slamming her seventy seven year old demented patient's head against a chair. Huh? Betty Boylan's um, relatives hid the camera inside a television after they found
0: Bruce's, I'm sure. Right. hmm mm-hmm. And this
1: was in a nursing home. Amazing. Uh-huh. They okay. They became suspicious when they visit her at when they visited her
0: at visited the aunt
1: at tw- one. Well, why is this twelve twelve thousand a month at a Perry Lock care home and bringing uh bring uh bring him bring him him. B R B I R M I N G.
0: Binghamton. That's New in York. New York, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: Wait. Till you see this? This is very disturbing. Slamming the woman's head.
0: Oh, you have a video? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh my God. Here we go. Oh, it's. She's seventy.
1: On. Look, she can't even do
0: anything. It's caught on video. Yes. Yeah. Why well, they put a camera in
1: there? Oh, uh, no. come on, Dottie.
0: Come on, Dottie. Yeah, no, me
1: show you.
3: Hmm? Mm-hmm. No. No. Come on, move your hands. Come on. Come on, lift your hand. No, no, no,
0: no, no, I don't want to. I don't want to. Do. What'd they do? Yeah. Well, come.
3: Come on, go here. Come on, You do two patches, I'll do two packages. That's fine. So I do both, Henry and John Davies. Yeah,
0: mm-hmm. the- What was that? I
1: need to I'm trying my
6: trying
1: my She's coming her hair. <laughs> Not gently. Spraying
0: her right in the face
3: with
0: hairspray. spray. Spraying her in the face. In the face. We're bringing in people. That don't that don't wash them. their hands, don't bathe, live in shitholes, live in mud huts. Nice. They know nothing about Judeo Christian humanity, compassion.
8: Okay.
0: What garbage we let into this country. Mm. What garbage. I
1: mean they treat her like she's a dog. It's terrible.
0: And she pays twelve her uh, family pays a hundred 12,000 a month. A
1: month. Right, right, right. 12,500 okay. something a month. You got to see
0: 144,000 for this garbage, this well, abuse.
1: A hitman one out of three elderly in a nursing home the are people,
0: abused. One the out of three people who run these nursing abused. homes are paid millions up. of dollars and then they hire these quote Home health care aid. They
1: don't even know For what...
0: Uh-huh. There shouldn't even be anything called a health, home health care aid. When, I, when my grandfather was ill, all we knew were LPNs and nurses and registered nurses. A, a licensed practical nurse was, was the proper skill set most of the time. The thought that we don't even go to the LPN anymore, that we go to... Uh, home health care aides, basically glorified maids from the the third world, and we're relying upon these people to care for our family members. Shame on us. Shame on us. Shame on us. And the fact that that they can run these massive institutions versus provide LPNs around the clock, for our elderly is astounding to me because having been with my father for uh, six, eight months. eight months, it was ridiculous.
1: His, his care was ridiculous.
0: Ridiculous. And, and, and in 19, excuse me, 2006, seven, eight, we were paying just under a uh, and that was after Medicare. So we didn't, do did we ever know how much the real amount no.
1: was?
0: No. Dad had to pay 10000 well, a month.
1: Right, the Medicare. That was out
0: of his pocket, and the Medicare paid what, do you remember?
1: No, I never
0: saw the bill. Saw what Medicare paid. I just know your
1: sister was four months late paying the 10000 They were ready to throw them out. Right. <laughs> yeah. Your dad had... Plenty of money. He could have paid the whole... We 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 pay pay cash. cash. What the hell? They got to run a business. If your father ever knew that, we pay cash. I mean, they almost threw him out. Right. Anyway, here's what I wanted to do. I went to... Here, Matthew... What's his name?
0: McConaughey.
1: Yeah, he probably probably won't be working, you said, for a while. If he's supporting Donald. Hollywood's mentally ill. I don't care. I hope they never make it another... um, Oh, here's... He is an actor.
0: His... Whatever. It's such a. Well, nice. he literally
8: has a dream one night, uh, a literal dream that he knows the man who knows where the gold is in Indonesia. And he met this man like nine years prior. Hocks a watch, takes a one way ticket to Indonesia, and makes that dream come true. And it
7: feels a little bit like a kind of text and morality tale. The guys who get the dirt under their fingernails, who sweat, to do the real work. Um, And then you've got Wall Street, the snooty East Coast establishment, trying to turn them over, sneering at them at the
8: same time. Absolutely. I mean, it it was one hell of a coup for him to even find the gold. But then the next problem occurs as soon as he has it. As we all know, once you make it, how do you hang on to it? Well, Wall Street, now that he's got all the gold, Wall Street comes after him. the, The second half of the tale is how do you hang on to what you have?
7: And he fights about it. We won't give it all away, but there is an, an, another huge twist, of course, he at is. the end of it. And he doesn't prove to be the great hero that or the great visionary that perhaps we thought he was all the way through the film. Or maybe he was. Or maybe he was. We're not sure. It's up to you. So this is quite an unfamiliar kind of story where the hustler, the entrepreneur, is the hero of the story. What, for you, is the underlying message? No.
8: The underlying message would be there's a difference between money and gold. This get out of bed every day and don't have a ticket to the American dream that are going to have to hustle their way in the back door the side door, come down the chimney and be an entrepreneur and make it their own way by hook or by crook. Okay,
7: so every single American actor or arty type who comes over to London dumps on Trump. You all completely hate him. Do you think it's time that maybe Hollywood and the cultural elite of America gave this guy a break?
8: Well, they don't have a choice now. He's our president, and um, it's it's very dynamic and as divisive of an inauguration in time that we've ever had. At the same time, it's time for us to embrace, shake hands with this fact, and be constructive with him over the next four years. So so anyone, even those who most strongly may disagree with his principles or or things he's said and done, um, which is another thing. We'll see what he does compared to what he has said. Um, no matter how much you even disagreed along the way it's time to think about how constructive can you be because he's our president for the next four years at least president of the United States
1: probably eight years but you know like you said Hitman, he did you know promote he says give him a chance and he's right Uh, but you said after this he probably won't work I don't think that's true Well, well there'll be a big but what does he care Yeah, Right, you know, it's, um, but he is right, you know, get over it, you lost, move on, and um, Donald is now the president, and like I said, I voted for Barack, because everybody else thought it was a good idea, and I didn't know anything about politics, I really didn't, but I can recall my mother saying, where did he come from, who is he, I don't even know anything about him, and she was a Democrat, and she was very dubious of him the first time. Second time, she didn't vote for him, nor did we. And then when um, Donald came along, my eighty-five-year-old mother said, "That's it. I'm leaving the parties. That that party. I've never seen a party like the Democratic Party. They're mentally <laughs> ill. They're insane. I love Donald. I'm go. I like what he has to say. I. He's amazing. Let's see what he can do. I'm going to give him. I'm going to vote for him in 2022. I'm going to give him eight years. See what he can do." Because she's got an awful lot to do, and I don't know if he can do it in four, so let's give him eight. So there you are. Now this is my favorite gal, I love her to pieces, and I think she's the most
9: amazing woman. Look at what's happening on the other side of the country where they've got this libertarian who works for Breitbart, he's scheduled to come in. Next thing you know, you got hundreds of people, you got people with masks, they're they're blow they're destroying a Starbucks. What's going on out there?
5: What's going on out there is what's going on all across the country. You've got protesters who feel very emboldened. They've got media cameras following right. them. They uh-huh. give interviews. I don't even know if they know what they're protesting. I'd love to do this big survey nationwide and ask everybody outside these airports, on the college campuses, what's got you so in a lather? I mean, really, is it, is it the free speech? Having somebody maybe on your campus who has a dissenting point of view or uh, wants to present an, an alternative point of view? And, uh, and, look, in the real world, when these kids grow up and go to try to find jobs, which they will in the Trump economy, uh, right. life doesn't work that way, yeah. folks. You're going to work with people who disagree with you. You're I going to, to encounter people who, who don't, you know, aren't just cusseting you in this protective environment. But, uh, look, the President has a point. It's like they don't welcome free speech. They're not protecting the First yeah. Amendment. I'm sure they don't hear yeah. much of it off the college campus in the classrooms. And it's just unfortunate,
4: but not so, surprising. It's everywhere. And it's happened with Democrats on Capitol Hill, We're watching them yes. pretend to sing at night when their microphones don't work, and walking out of uh, committee meetings instead of confer- confirming. So why wouldn't these 22-year-olds think that's the way to do things if their le- elected leaders are doing the same thing? But let's move on. We find out about two private diplomatic calls with the Mexican leader and with the Australian leader that have leaked out. Before we get to the contents of it, uh, Kellyanne, is this something that really rankles the White House, that this, pri- this pri- these transcripts have gotten out?
5: It's very unfortunate. Obviously, we're not commenting on private conversations, in that way we give a readout to the media on most conversations, but we don't release transcripts, and we certainly don't mischaracterize them as some others have. This is the practice for us, though. We're the ones not leaking. You saw it with the earlier reports. You see it here. You know, you're, you're a little bit hamstrung when you're the ones uh, upholding either the law or frankly upholding so agreement it? to not release. Who did well, well, you can make your own conclusions, but again, this will be mischaracterized by the media. They will pounce on this because it's a heck of a lot better for right. them as a storyline today than covering the fact that the president and his daughter made a trip to Dover Air Force Base yesterday to, uh, to receive the family of our brave, fallen Ryan Owens in Yemen. Uh, they, it's a heck of a lot easier than figuring out what he'll say at the prayer breakfast, breakfast today in front of people, of multi-religious denominations. It's easier than talking about the amazing Gosh. Rex Tillerson, our new Secretary of State. So no, this, sure. this is my whole point about the presumptive negativity. This is my whole point about the presumptive negativity. Brian, by the way, to your earlier point, the Democratic Party, we're seeing it unravel in front of our eyes, and we're seeing it be revealed in front of our eyes. A bunch of crybabies who say that they're going to... Opposed Supreme Court nominees before they even know the person's name and his academic credentials and impeccable judicial record They are holding up our nominees to the cabinet. I was told yesterday This is the longest that the nation has gone without a secretary of the Treasury at least in modern times It is not the longest it's darn close yeah. to it We need a secretary of treasury folks for those who actually go to work in the morning and need the, the dollar to, to flourish for it, We need a secretary of treasury to be running things so this option and obstruction is the modern Democratic Party, I think it's going to cost them because they're hysterical yeah. about everything now. You can't even – there's no gradation of hysteria. It's everything makes sure. them cry and scream.
9: Uh, so, Kelly, backing up just a little bit, uh, there are these comments course, uh, that uh, Trump, <laughs> Re- President Trump reportedly made to the prime minister, not happy with the, uh, the, the uh, – Refugee swap. swap. Exactly. So in reading the story originally from the Washington Post, it talks about the administration – people inside the administration. So you're saying it's not from the White House, which makes one think it's probably from the State Department. And we've seen that, you know, that a uh, dissent cable where a thousand people have lined up and they've signed their names to it to say, yeah, we don't like what uh, Donald Trump is doing with this uh, executive order regarding immigration. Are you thinking that it probably got leaked by the State Department?
5: Well, it's not being leaked from the White House. And uh, I'll, again, I'll leave you to report and your viewers to decide, but I will say this, it's dangerous to have these leaks, whether it's the intelligence uh, reports earlier, which we would not comment on, so we were in a difficult position, but the right position, or calls like this. Look, anybody who just discovered that President Donald J. Trump is a resolute, decisive man who doesn't mince his words, mm-hmm. and who's putting America and her allies and her people and her interests first, is, is waking up, I think, out of a cave for the last two years, but at the same time, he has had very respectful conversations with many leaders just in the last week or so, 10 or, or more world leaders. Uh, he, is, he is trying to reach out to them, uh, talk to the diplomatic corps, certainly, but he, he also makes very clear th- what, what his position is on any number of issues around the mm-hmm. globe. Um, he's very respectful. You saw him receive the UK Prime Minister Theresa May here last week. He looks forward to receiving additional leaders. Benjamin Netanyahu is coming from Israel um, later this month. And so, but, but again, I think people who are trying to get these salacious details and always, always, always try to marginalize the very serious business at a rapid pace that's going on right behind me every day—it's uh, really not serving the the country well. Well, Kellyanne, what I I'm confused because he tweeted out he said that the refugee swap was a dumb deal. So I was saying earlier in the show I didn't think he minded that that all of us now know that he had a heated conversation with the prime minister because he was the one who tweeted out it was a dumb deal well what he wants you to know is that he got results I think that's more important I'm going through the process he's going through the results so you're talking about the means you're talking about the end Ainsley we're talking about the same thing with his case or my case I'm saying that we really shouldn't have leaks I like the fact that the president cleaned it up uh, through his own platform going around the media that's trying to marginalize him tweeting directly to everybody, democratization of information, saying, here's the result I got, and it was the result I wanted.
9: Okay. it. Meanwhile, uh, Catherine Herridge had a Fox exclusive yesterday. She went down uh, to McAllen, Texas, with the Department of Homeland Security, General Kelly, and he said, sounds like the wall should be finished within two years. Listen to this. Wow. We'll build it where it is needed first, as identified
1: by the men and women who work the border and then we'll fill it in as time goes on. I really
9: hope to have it done within the next two years. So is that your timetable, what you guys are working on?
5: Sounds like the classic Trump project, Mm -hmm. on schedule and under budget. So we'll see. I think people have great hope that one of the centerpieces of Donald Trump's campaign is the centerpiece of his presidency, which is to build, construct a physical wall on the southern border. Now that we have a secretary of Homeland Security, obviously he will take, a very large lead in this. Very happy to see him there yesterday. make that commitment. Um, I will tell you that they've worked they've been working with professionals who know about the the particulars and the construction particulars, and they feel very confident that right. this is this is something that can be done. Um, and I think the physicality of the wall will show people in a tangible way that this is a man of action and resolution and completion, and that, that's incredibly important in a town that talks a lot and acts very little.
4: Yeah, and I also thought <laughs> it was interesting, too, he talks about a layer, the wall being part of it, but there's going to be a layer of defenses, including going finding out what the problem is in Central America and why they keep coming here. Uh, so there'll be a multifaceted, it seems like the right guy in charge. Something else happened. Uh, there was an operation that evidently yielded an unbelievable amount of results from an Al-Qaeda uh, uh, cell. And sadly, Ryan Owens in his 12th tour of duty would not survive. His body came back to Dover Air Force Base. Could you bring us through the, the decision for President Trump after putting this uh, after, after putting this mission in action to be there to greet uh, greet the body of Ryan Owens along with his family?
5: Well, it was something the president wanted to do, and he wanted to do it personally. When he was uh, briefed on the details of Ryan Owens. Um, homecoming here to the United States with his family. Brian, he immediately said he would like to clear his schedule and go. Uh, Obviously, we don't leak. It was kept uh, secret as it should have been as an OTR and off the record. And he and his daughter Ivanka were able to go yesterday and speak to the family and pay their condolences and respect. The The family requested no cameras, no press. And, of course, that was respected as well. But um, I saw the president after he got back last night, mm-hmm. and we were able to discuss uh, what a moving day it was. And this is what presidents do and what leaders do. And I saw some interviews earlier in your broadcast of people who yeah. may have felt differently in the past. But um, you can expect this president to always be fully involved with, um, with the fallen and their families. That was a successful operation in terms of yielding, uh, in terms of um, destroying 14 operatives and yielding a cache of information. Yeah intelligence information that we can use, but we all are very sad today. I hope as a nation, I would hope as a nation, we're very sad today for the loss of Ryan Owens. Yeah, as a country, we are praying for all of those men and women that fight for our great country, and that leads us into this next topic. The National Prayer Breakfast is today, and I know you'll be attending. We have a live
1: look at folks getting... Okay, we got that right here. Well, well,
0: it's
1: only uh, 56 uh, seconds. It's only 56 seconds only 56 seconds of the prayer breakfast. Uh, no. So here we go. Let
0: me just throw it. Wait, well, okay. Hold on a moment. Let's yeah, just sure, sure, discuss sure, sure,
1: sure, sure, sure,
0: sure. the idea of the leaks. Clearly, Donald knows that he's got a rat's nest in the State Department. Uh, many of them have written against him. They are Barack Obama leftists, Sharia law sympathizers. And we've had a problem with the State Department for a very long time, uh, Alger Hiss was in the State Department, Whittaker Chambers, Marxists were in the State Department. Oh, uh, What's the guy's name? He was one of the earliest founders of the United Nations. He was another Marxist. Now, we still haven't put the issue of Marxism to bed on our college campuses. The professors say, well, we've never really had Marxism Uh, properly implemented it's never had its full run well tell that to to Cambodia and the Pol Pot regime and tell that to the Shining Path I think they were in Peru Uh, Sundat Luminoso and tell that to Venezuela and tell that to the FARC in Colombia tell that to the failed regime in Cuba tell that to Trotskyism, Leninism, Stalinism, Khrushchevism in the Soviet Union, tell that to the Maoists, Mao Zedong, tell that to the Tiananmen Square Massacre survivors, no one survived. Uh, I I think that any philosophy that has failed in its implementation ten times and has resulted in the death of probably 100 million human beings, is a philosophy that is a failed philosophy to begin with. I, I don't believe that ends justify the means. I think that's the, the, the road of tyranny. And that's certainly what we have in the case of Marxism. And now we have this very, very weird Unholy alliance between anarchists, Marxists, and Sharia, and the Marxists think that they're going to the the George Soros crowd think that they're really going to defeat they're going to play with uh, sharia they're going to let loose the dogs of this revanchistic middle a medieval uh philosophy, culture and then they'll some point be able to control it and I don't believe they'll ever control it. It's a game that they're going to lose but what does Soros care? He's in his 80s. He will never be here to see the fruition of his game and I just think that the man's a world terrorist. I think that George Soros should be picked up off the streets of Europe or the United States, wherever he hangs and he should be tried and then hung. So we've got to get him from his hangout uh, and then we've got to try him in a court of law in the United States and the penalty for his type of treason is death. I don't say these things casually. The United States is on the verge of complete financial, economic, and social-political collapse in my opinion. If Donald had not won, we would have been doomed. And these obstructionist, Marxist, revanchistic, leftists, uh, in the name of Chuck Schumer, even Susan Collins in Maine, Pocahontas in Massachusetts,
1: her, her, well, her ratings way down. So is Nancy
0: Pelosi, Barbara Boxer. these are these are some real beauties that that uh, Chuck Schumer that have been uh, Tim Tim Kane. These people have been promoting anarchy for a very very long time. They didn't get their way, so ends justify the means. They'll protest. Tim Kane, didn't you tell me that he was calling for actual riots and protests in the street? He thinks it's great. It's terrific. The destruction of private property is great. But what but what would it matter? This, guy, well, is, this guy's a Jesuit. He's never earned a living in his life. He's gone from one protected enclave to another. He's gone from the Jesuits to government. And I don't know what step was in between, but not much of one. So he's never earned a nickel in his life. He's totally comfortable in dictatorship, hierarchy, And he's also very comfortable with seeing the complete Marxism of revolutionary theology, which he supported down in Latin America. And he also is very comfortable with the rampant homosexuality uh, in the church. So he's a sick mind. And I really do hope Laura Ingram is as tough on him as Donald Trump was. On uh, some of his competitors on the Republican side, because while Marco Rubio uh, and whatever the guy, what was the guy from Ohio, Kasich, they were wrong for America. Tim Kaine is dangerous. I don't. He never should be in the Senate to begin with. No. But it says more about the people of Virginia. Let's hope there are enough good old boys drinking whiskey and rye voting for uh, Laura Ingram when it comes up. So what else you got over there?
1: Well, I have a, wait, did you want to hear, Donald? It's only, sure. It's not that
4: long, but here we go. The only thing wrong – I actually got on the phone and fired him myself because he said, you don't want to do it. It'll never work. It'll never, ever work. You don't want to do it. I said, listen. But I really fired him after it became the number one show. It became so successful. And he wanted a commission, and he didn't want to do this. That's what I really said. But we had tremendous success on The Apprentice. And when I ran for president, I had to leave the show. That's when I knew for sure I was doing it. And they hired a big, big movie star, Arnold Schwarzenegger, to take my place. And we know how that turned out. The ratings went right down the tubes. It's been a total disaster. And Mark will never, ever bet against Trump again. And I want to just pray for Arnold, if we can, for those ratings, okay? <laughs> but, that was funny.
1: Well, you're finding it funny. You don't find it funny? Well, Okay.
0: I, look, I find it funny. You find it funny. Michael Savage is, be, is quickly becoming a critic of Donald. What else
1: does he sell?
0: I think Michael Savage, because he does not like Kellyanne Conway, I think Michael Savage believes that Kellyanne has kept Donald away from Michael Savage. Uh, And so Michael's developing uh, an imbalanced hard-on. But he was knocking at the prayer breakfast. Now, I think what... See, Michael Savage thinks it's okay when he tells us about Teddy and when he writes his book about Teddy and he talks about uh, the things in his life, but look, he doesn't have much going on in his life. Outside of his show, Michael Savage is a very boring person. Donald has some very fascinating and exciting experiences, and yes, he was a TV star. There's no getting around this. That was (laughs) a... a big part of his life. As his kids started to develop the day-to-day details of his business, it gave Donald the opportunity to develop Miss America, Miss Universe, The Apprentice, and these were things he enjoyed. Donald, when he speaks, whatever gathering he's talking to, he's talking intimately about and letting people in uh, into a piece of his life now Michael Savage has no life so what would Michael be able to let people in on Uh, the, the dinner he had in Chinatown he sits by himself he really basically has no friends he's got two I think two older boys and a daughter never hear about his wife so to me he's a very lonely man living on a hill Donald is the exact opposite. Donald's a very fulfilled man with so many different interests. So I can understand Michael bitching and moaning about the prayer breakfast and was that the opportunity to talk about the ratings of the celebrity apprentice going down? Whatever. You know, that's, I, I, I think you have to take people for who they are. And we're living in the most telegenic, photogenic, TV, video, iPhone time in American history. But I think that goes without saying. Uh, but the facts remain. It, it is true. And I think it's very refreshing to have a human being in the White House who actually is very personal. And you've seen, haven't you, uh, Wheels of Steel, Exposés where they talk about how narcissistic Donald is, and yet
1: narcissistic you could go Donald through a speech is, you of Donald
0: where I maybe comes up three times, and then brackets
1: 180 Barack. times. 180 talk times. about a, a ego I, 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 me, I have so me, many people me, say, "Who me. the hell does he think
0: he is?" Right. So. so there's bizarre jealousy. There's certainly a problem at the State Department. And I'm sure Tillerson, when he gets grounded in there and people start, like little boy, little girls, come running to his office and they're all trying to be his friend and, and share thoughts, he it may take him six months, but he'll get to the bottom of it. And Donna will probably put him under pressure, so it'll take him two months. Because Donna will want to know who, it, these aren't leaks. I mean, this is just petty shit. Out of an organization of I don't know how many hundreds of thousands of people work there, well, how many does it take? Uh, 80 people at the State Department wrote a letter. Well, is that out of 800,000? You Could you find that?
1: Um, uh, judge embarrassingly makes accidental accidentally uh notifies order blocking Trump refugee ban What did he do? You do? <laughs> okay, judge embarrassing mi- mistake. Accidentally embarrassing notifies mistake it mean he
0: nullified. Right. Oh, that's really he must
1: be dyslexic like me. <laughs> I can't.
0: does it say what he did?
1: What? Well, let me Please read it. Judge. I gotta read it. It's gonna take me time. Well, I have something that you may want to listen to. You're not gonna believe this. A girl's in the hospital. Well,
0: wait, wait a minute. All Let's right. See if you can do a quick search. Why? Duck, duck. Um, duck. I don't total, have a lot of
1: time on the show. I got a lot to cover. Only 20 minutes.
0: Total employees. Of what? U.S. Dept. of State.
1: I can't. I got too much going on. I can't. I'm you, gonna you lose. Can't have a well, well, then I, I can't tell you what the judge did.
0: All right. Tell me about
1: the judge. I can't do it all.
0: Tell me about the judge.
1: Hold on. The federal judge of Los Angeles may have goofed his order banning the U.S. government from canceling valid immigration visas in connection with President Trump's refugee policy. District Judge... Andrew No A N D R E Andre D I R O T T E the Central District of California issued Bureau. an order that forbid federal officers from removing, detaining or blocking the um the uh, the entry of jeez, here we go. I'm getting problems. I don't know. I don't know if Wait. we can do that. Hold on. I'm not letting anyone know anything, and it's no big deal. Okay, I'm trying to find... Here it is. I have too many... It's pop-ups. The pop-ups make it difficult. It covered what I was reading, pop-ups. Okay, here we go. Um, District Judge... D-I-R-O-T-T, the Central District of California, issued an order that forbids federal officials from removing, detaining, or blocking the entry of plaintiffs or any other person from Iran, Iraq, Libya, Somalia, Sudan, uh, Syria, and Yemen with a valid immigration visa. The wording of his ruling is somewhat off base. The composition of the thus of his order, the State Department um, memorandum issued January issued January 31st, 2017, several days before his order, in conjunction with the President's executive order, recited all visas held by citizens of countries targeted in the ban. Therefore, they most likely were few, if any, valid immigration visas. And the judge to protect, as all valid immigration visas, had been canceled days earlier. It appears the judge was not aware that visas at issue have already been canceled and that ordering the government to to respect existing visas is therefore beside the point. Jonathan Meyer, a former uh, deputy general counsel at the Department of Homeland Security, told Politico simply he was enjoying cancellation of the visas when perhaps he would have ordered their reinstatement if he knew they had already been canceled. This type of confusion tends to uh, proliferate on all sides when actions are rushed and litigations is taking place in multiple locations simultaneously. So he's even confused. So this is pretty interesting, right? I think it's, I I think it's kind of funny. Anyway, I have um, this is um, Nigel's going off. Nigel on Brexit.
3: So
2: this is what happened with Brexit. We just have to Nigel Farage. Is that is that the? Uh, Who knows? Who knows the right way to say it. Man, a little bit of a weird-looking dude. Uh, He finally, after after the the referendum, after the vote, he stood before the European Union and he just, uh, this has gone viral. He explained in his words as to why the Brexit happened. And he sat down, he educated them. He tried to enlighten them, but he also made it sting just a little bit. So we want to show you some highlights from these clips of Nigel Farage. Let's roll clip one.
7: Isn't it funny? You know, when I came here 17 years ago, and I said that I wanted to lead a campaign to get Britain to leave the European Union, you all laughed at me. Well, I have to say, you're not laughing now, are you? Oh! Oh!
1: the trigger. I guess there's too much funniness in this one. <laughs> you think the much? EU
9: Parliament is debating the travel restrictions imposed by US President Donald Trump. EU foreign policy chief Federica Mogherini made a statement at the opening of the debate.
1: Moving on. No one no one can be deprived of his or her own rights because of their place of birth. <laughs>
2: the religion,
0: or the it All right, I don't know it what... Pl- I don't, all right, stop for a minute. I don't know what planet this person comes from, but we don't... This is America. You can shove your phony, self-righteous, universal declaration of human rights up your ass. Mm-hmm. Because unless you have somebody strong enough, and unless you have a government entrenched in the rule of law, it doesn't mean jack shit. And you're not going to play your little word games where you have created something completely artificial. The European Union began simply as an economic union, and that was the authorization the people gave, period. But because there was no history, King John on the fields of Runnymede. Was challenged by the barons in 1110 or thereabout, and forced the king to capitulate power to the nobles, the barons, and sign the Magna Charta, Magna Carta, we pronounce it, the French way, the Brits Magna Charta, and they're right Magna Charta. Not the French way. Now, there is no precedent for a pan-European government with open borders, a currency managed called the 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 uh, what do they call the Euro. euro? The managing the euro. It started as an economic union. It has morphed, unelected, into a political union. And Nigel Farage is completely correct about Brexit. And when you start hearing attacks from people such as Theresa May, uh, Angela Merkel, the Marxist from East Berlin, She knows nothing about building anything. This is a political hack. Donald is a phenomenon. You've got a politician who's not a politician. He's a businessman. He doesn't have patience for all this. He's given donations to both sides. All he wanted was access. He knows how the game's played. But the American people knew that this was their last great chance to restore Captain America. And Donald had the great, great sense of picking Mike Pence. And as I've said on the show before, I had some nervous nights. But clearly, the more Donald has brought Mike Pence into the entire Operation, campaign process, they've developed a very deep respect. It's a respect that I have never seen. There was no respect between Kennedy and Johnson, and Johnson killed them. We had Agnew and Nixon, silly. A complete used car salesman uh, crook, Agnew. Agnew. What came next? Jimmy Carter and, and Mondale. There was no love lost between the two of them. Then you had uh, Gore, Al Gore, and Bill. I don't even want to say the name that she'll not be mentioned for <laughs> at this point in time. And the two of them. And Al had never built anything in his life. His father uh, was a career politician in the Carolinas, I guess, or Tennessee. Uh, And Al Gore became a career politician. So so, uh, Washington is absolutely up in arms because in walks a guy who sees a budget and knows how to cut it. He He sees ineptitude and he knows how to fire it. He sees fat, and he knows how to trim it. And he sees bloat, and he knows how to slash it. This is what the American people voted for. What do you got there?
1: Well, you know, I don't want to fish in you probably like this, because Nigel is... Let's
5: talk about this news that developed overnight over uh, out in California. The president tweeting this morning about those protests at Berkeley. Here's what he says. If UC Berkeley does not allow free speech and practices violence on innocent people with a different point of view, no federal funds, question mark? Uh, and just to remind our viewers, this protest developed overnight out at Berkeley because Milo Yiannopoulos, uh, sort of noted troll, sort of flamethrower, if you will, was set to speak. Uh, Joe, you
2: support the Pause the this. president, the
5: threat
4: to essentially federal funding. She, she does, does,
0: this bitch doesn't know.
4: Oh, Hallie, absolutely. I mean, think about it. You see Berkeley, the birthplace of.
0: This woman doesn't know anything about Milo. Nothing. Milo's a homosexual. He's a conservative. He's as funny as hell. Okay? He's, he's a humorist. He's not a flamethrower. Not at all. But what he does is, just by speaking truth about political correctness, he speaks truth to snowflakes and political correctness. That's not a flamethrower. I'm sorry. What? what? What'd What you say?
1: Obama's Social Security gun ban goes on the chopping block. But that's not, let's finish this, because it's oh. not that long. It's only a sure. few seconds, and finish. I like this guy.
4: The free speech movement used violence last night to shut down speech. If if a conservative speaker can't speak on a college campus receiving federal dollars, absolutely those dollars should be yanked. The administration, the college administration, should make sure that all voices are...
0: But they do make sure... Hold on a moment. They do make sure that people can speak. The person that speaks... Has to come up with a five to $10,000 bond to pay for security in the event unwelcome anarchists who are gutless, spineless, wear masks to intimidate? No, because I have a feeling that they don't want their mother father to see. All right, here is
6: Milo. I have scrutinized it, and I have found it wanting. I found it lacking. Everywhere there is Islam...
3: Judicial Watch broke the Clinton email scandal wide open
0: Let Milo play Oh gosh, be,
1: hold on Ugh. Hold on please
0: I think the reason why the anarchists uh, wear masks Is because they have fathers that would um, anyway, kick the like shit Islam, out of them
6: Islam, uh, Islam is it's like a religion, it's any set of ideas It deserves to be scrutinized Well I have scrutinized it and I have found it wanting I found it lacking Everywhere there is Islam, you will find women oppressed. Everywhere there is Islam, you will find...
0: Yeah, they scream. Uh, do you have your clitoris intact I lady? In the United States of America, what is wrong with you? You're here free, lady, in America. If you find Islam wa- not wanting, why aren't you living in Saudi Arabia? Why aren't you living in Yemen? Why aren't you living in Pakistan? Right on. But see, you're here.
6: You see, they want to shout you down by saying, oh, what about me? I'm not so oppressed." Well, let's take, let's move on from Ooh. women. If you don't care about female genital mutilation, don't care about forced marriages, don't care about acids thrown in the faces of your Islamic sisters, you don't care about any of those things, fine. Let's talk about gays instead. In 12 Which Milo Islamic is gay. I
3: could
0: be the penalty is being thrown off a okay. roof.
6: Live in countries where it is illegal to be homosexual. All of those countries are Islamic. This is not an ISIS thing. You know, you will see gays being thrown off the roof in ISIS-controlled territories. But this has nothing to do with terrorism. This is mainstream Muslim culture.
0: Okay, and this is mainstream Muslim culture. And you call this a flamethrower? This guy doesn't lie. He's telling the truth. But most people are so... Frickin' ignorant, so fucking stupid, they don't know. So out pops the saying, oh, it's all good. Oh, it's all good. You know, when I had a restaurant and I heard somebody say that, it made me sick to hear that saying. No, it's not all good. Marxism isn't all good. Hitler isn't all good. Pol Pot isn't all good. Idi Amin Dada isn't all good. Saudi Arabia and its Wahhabi princes, it isn't all good. Ayatollah Khomeini wasn't all good. I'm sorry. The one thing those dictators, whether it was in Syria, Saudi Arabia, or Libya, or now in the case of the military taking over the country of Egypt. They know about their country is that their co religionists are psychopaths. They haven't had a reformation. I listened to a Kirsi Ali talk about the Medina the Mecca. What? Well, let's run with what we got. So we'll we'll go out with him. You're listening to Propaganda uh, dot earth. Support the store Propaganda Pre-probiotics for your blood type and sip right tea for your type. Is
6: you will find women oppressed, homosexuals murdered. You will find gang rape. Now, there's a unique phenomenon that it doesn't really exist outside of Islamic cultures of familial gang rape, where fathers brothers and cousins, go out raping people together. It happened in Rotherham in the UK. And the liberal establishment in the UK didn't investigate this because according to a government it's report... politically incorrect. Blog, um, according to a government report, 1,400 young girls were raped in racially or religiously, as you choose to define it, motivated crimes because both the police and the authorities were too scared of being called racist to intervene. And this pattern repeats itself. And this
0: is what the left have done... With political correctness they've Point shut everyone down. You don't need
6: it here. No Learn longer. Your from 9/11. Learn your lesson from Orlando <laughs>
0: <laughs> This guy's a flamethrower? No. He's a Hoover vacuum, and he's sucking he's up the, the shit all over the floor.
6: They when they like the facts. These socially regressive attitudes. <laughs> These socially regressive attitudes of Muslims in the West are horrifying, absolutely horrifying. The surveys show that 52% of British Muslims think that my sex life should be made illegal, 39% of them. Why are you leaving? Why are you leaving? Don't you want to talk about numbers? Are you embarrassed? Are you embarrassed? Are you embarrassed of the hateful culture that surrounds your religion, that oppresses women and murders homosexuals and commits unspeakable acts of terrorism? Are you ashamed of it? Would you like to talk to us about why there's no global Muslim peace movement?
0: Yeah, why isn't there a global Muslim peace movement? I hear
6: lots of very upset people at my talks complaining about statistics they can't refute. I don't hear a lot of Muslims standing up against terrorism.
0: No, I don't. I don't hear people in their own community saying that Orlando Mateen should have been put in jail.
6: In fact, I've struggled to find my research team has struggled to find a supposed hate crime against Muslims on an American college campus that did not fake. tell you about some of them.
0: Just like the one
6: in completely fabricated. She made the whole thing up because Trump supporters attacking a Muslim woman It's simply believable to liberals fed a steady Just like the, of the one that was decided.
0: supposed to be a right-wing not na- neo-Nazi. In Montreal, it turned out it wasn't. It was a Muslim.
6: Yasmin Sawy, just 18 years ago, 18 years old in New York City, made up a similar story. She said three men called her a terrorist and attacked her telling her to get out. The- Again, it was fake. But you won't read the corrections, you only read the outrage. Um, And here's a a brand new one that can't be blamed on Trump supporters because it took place in Austria. A 14-year-old girl claimed she was attacked and the evil white men tried to rip off her hijab on a train. The police revealed it to be a complete fabrication as well. And a little closer to home. Oh, we're still having trouble at the back. Three down.
0: Three down. Three down.
6: I think, if you, I think if you take the second left, the airport
0: is just. Um, yes, one-way ticket it it back to Mecca. It's
6: a bit of a problem, actually. I, I hadn't really thought this through.
0: <laughs> and this fella is the one that they wanted to blow up UC Berkeley, destroy the Starbucks over. That guy. Sounds to be oh, real person. dangerous, but they call him the alt right. My ass.
1: Why they Muslim women and, and, the alt right homosexual. Right. Ready.
0: You're listening to Propaganda.Earth. Three times a week we come to you. We never know when. It's just like Jack in the Box. It appears. <laughs> Sign up. Get notifications. Now you see us. And good night. Now you don't. Vaya Cundias, propaganda.earth. Thank you.